Hello everyone, and welcome to RBL Talk. On this week's show, we have some club news. We dissect the Freiburg game in the Bundesliga. We take a look ahead to the international break with the international friendlies against Turkey and Austria. And we have the RBL Talk segment with your supporter input on the show. Freiburg fan scene doesn't want to go to Leipzig. The native SC Freiburg fan scene is calling for a boycott of the away game at RB Leipzig. Instead, the supporters wanted to attend the second team's third division home game on the same day. The active Freiburg fan scene had already avoided the Leipzig away game last season. Most recently, SC Darmstadt 98 supporters protested against RB Leipzig with a 15-minute whistle concert. Tim Kohler signs a professional contract. The talented defender has put pen to paper on a pro deal at RB Leipzig valid until 2026. He will initially remain with the under-19s. The 18-year-old is a real product of the academy. Born in Leipzig, he started out at TSV Bolitz Ehrenberg before joining the RBL youth setup in summer 2014. The centre-back has since played for all of the club's academy teams up until the under-19s, with whom he recently reached the knockouts of the UFA Youth League for the first time. He has scored two goals in 11 games this season. Since this summer, Kola has regularly trained with the first team. He was part of the squad for the pre-season training camp and is often featured in friendlies too. The German has been in the squad for three games this season, Bundesliga a game against Unsberg, Champions League game in Bern, and DFB Pockeltai in Weisbaden. Some information about the young man. Position centre-back, preferred foot, right. Date of birth, 2nd of May, 2005. Place of birth, Leipzig. Age, 18. Nationality, German. Height, 1.91 metres. At the club since July 2014. Youth club, TSV, Bolitz, Ehrenberg. Statistics, under-19s. UFA Youth League, 8 games. Under-19, Bundesliga. 29 games, 1 goal, 1 assist. DFB Pockel, 3 games, 2 goals. Under-17s, 15 games, 2 goals, 1 assist. That's some exciting news. And coming up this week in our extra episode, we'll go further into depth in his career and also the youth squad. The wall Janis Blaswich finally gets his well-deserved recognition at international level. With no Manuel Neuer just yet, RB Leipzig goalkeeper Janis Blaswich has been called up for the first time alongside Werner Bremen striker Marvin Dusiks. Dukic. We'll go with Dukic. For November's friendlies with Turkey and Austria. Apologies if I've said that name incorrectly. Blaswich 32 and Dukic 29 are the two new faces in Julian Nagelsmann's 27-man squad for the two matches in Berlin and Vienna. It has been a long journey for Blaswich, who only made his Bundesliga debut in 2022-2023 after injury to Peter Galacci and has retained the number one spot at Leipzig ever since, keeping a division leading five clean sheets 
from 10 games this season in the Bundesliga. He has never represented Germany at any level. His inclusion comes after Neuer confirmed during the week that having spoken with Nagelsmann, he would not be involved in these games due to medical reasons, just after his return from 10 months out with a broken leg. The full list of Leipzig players called up so far, as some teams haven't announced their list yet, is for Germany, Janice Blaswitz, Benjamin Henriks, Louis Appenda, Belgium, and Xavi Simmons, Netherlands. Again, striker Timo Werner was again not taken into the account. Things are likely to be very tight for Realm and Werner when it comes to the European Championship ticket, and I think Werner may need a loan move in the January transfer window to try to clinch a spot in the national side. Realm, however, has replaced Robin Gosens in the squad as a late withdrawal. Emil Forsberg to leave RB Leipzig in January. Emil Forsberg will leave RB Leipzig when the transfer window opens in January, according to Build. The 32-year-old Swede is set to join Major League Soccer's New York Red Bulls, according to the German tabloid. Talks about extending his contract, which expires in 2025, have reportedly taken place in the past, but to no avail. Forsberg said to be looking for a new challenge this winter. Forsberg moved to Leipzig from his homeland in January 2015 and has since made 318 appearances for the club, scoring 69 goals and providing 67 assists. Only Lukas Klosterman and Yusuf Pausen have spent more time with RB Leipzig. If this is true, I wish Emil Forsberg all the best. It would be sad not seeing him with that number 10 jersey running around the pitch, but unfortunately, all good things do have to come to an end. Leipzig boss doesn't rule out January exit for Timo Werner. RB Leipzig boss Ruven Schroeder has refused to rule out the possibility of Timo Werner leaving the club in January. Timo Werner has slipped down the pecking order at RB Leipzig this season, making just four starts in all competitions for Die Rotten Bullen. This has led to the speculation that the 27-year-old could leave the club and the club's sporting director, Ruven Schroeder, is not ruling anything out. Asked if a January move could be on the cards for Werner, Schroeder told Bild. I wouldn't say that right now, Schroeder told Bild, when asked if a January move could be on the cards for Werner. We are looking at the squad as usual, and there will certainly be players who say they have something else in mind. We will face that, he added. There is a performance principle, to some extent, and if others are ahead at the moment, then Timo is also someone who faces the whole thing and accepts it. The Leipzig boss also told the German tabloid. Schroeder admitted that Werner has been going through a difficult period for some time. Nevertheless, we support him. Timo will overcome this, he insisted. Personally, on this note, Timo Werner has been out of form for several seasons, and he was supposed to get his career back on track coming back from Chelsea to us. However, with certain acquisitions of Luis Appenda and Benjamin Sesco, that has been a lot harder. I do like him in the squad. It is very good to have such a great depth and challenging for positions. I do think Timo Werner is way past his prime. And I honestly think that he can still have an impact for us. But this season, 
as things are tight, I do think a loan move is probably the best option for both parties. That's all for the news this week. Now let's have a look at the Freiburg game. Three things we learned against Freiburg. Baumgartner is becoming an impact player off the bench. He also has elastic ankles after scoring that rocketing goal not long after getting his ankle crunched in the penalty area. I was actually surprised to see Baumgartner get that goal. Although it took a massive deflection, he got up and was running around just minutes later after he had a very, it looked like a very bad challenge. I honestly thought that his ankle could have been broken. Thankfully, he made it through the whole entire game without even any strapping or anything else. Baumgartner only played 27 minutes, scored a goal, had 12 of 13 accurate passes, going at 92%. He won one penalty, had one shot on target, one goal. He had 16 total touches, three touches in the opponent's box, and two passes into the final third. The only blimp in his little performance was his two fouls committed. Xavi Simmons' stock just keeps rising. It's going to be tough to convince PSG to keep him for the long term. Xavi Simmons never seems to amaze me. Like a lot of supporters, we really do hope that we can get to keep him long term. His performance on the day was 86 minutes played, one goal, 36 of 46 accurate passes at 78%, created four chances, one big chance is created, two shots on target, 59 total touches, two touches in the opposition box, one of two successful dribbles at 50%, seven passes into the final third, one of two accurate crosses at 50%, and two of six accurate long balls at 33%. He had one interception, nine recoveries. He got dribbled past once, and he was fouled twice. Xavi Simmons has just got that absolute piercing pass, and he's not just got his passing ability, he's also got a little bit of trickery and speed as well. And he also thinks outside the box. Unfortunately, some players don't know what he's going to do before he's going to do it. And in time, if he does stay the long term, our team can know when he's going to do something and how he's going to do it. As there's been sometimes there's been passes. I don't believe not all of them have just been a little bit off or a little bit bad as Xavi Simmons is on another level. But like everyone, he can still make some small mistakes here and there. Sometimes he does things that even his own teammates don't, even, don't expect him to be able to pull off. And last but not least, still exposed on the counter-attack with our fullbacks pushing up the pitch and no defensive coverage. Multiple times, there was only three defenders at the back. And this is what's happening with us at the moment. We're leaking some goals, and I don't honestly think these are goals that we should be leaking. I know it's how we play, and it is the Leipzig way. However, in our last four games, we have leaked a total of five goals. That's almost two goals a game. Something needs to be done. And I don't know if it's going to get any worse or if it's going to get any better. However, some teams have figured us out. Let us attack. Let us overpossess the ball. Hopefully we do nothing with it and don't hurt them. And then if they can, 
push high up the pitch, take the ball, and get a fast counter-attack. And then they only have to mainly deal with Janis Blaswitz. And he can't keep making miraculous saves forever. A goalkeeper is only as good as his back four. The best teams don't get their goalkeepers pushed. It's great to have such a great goalkeeper between the sticks. But you also need a good defensive line covering for your goalkeeper. As at the end of the day, you don't want your goalkeeper exposed. On an extra note, I want to talk about that yellow card that Amadou Haidara received. I personally think that although the yellow card was there, and I've got no issue with it being given, it was slightly harsh. Now, that being said, it's sort of contradictive, but let me explain. Amadou Haidara, the only reason why it was a yellow card, was because he went to kick the ball and he ended up collecting the player. So therefore, it was a mistimed talent challenge and obviously warranted a yellow card. But for me, there was no malice in it, and it was an accidental touch. And sometimes, you can let those ones go. Other than that, that's, I think that's the reason why he was pretty shocked on the day. Because as soon as he found out that he was getting a yellow card, he definitely protested to the referee. And finally, some fun facts. These are all fun facts following the RBL SCF game. I'll start with some team facts. Marco Rose made one change to his starting 11 from the match against Red Star Belgrade, with Lucas Klosterman replacing Benjamin Henriks. Timo Werner, Infection and Yusuf Powson, Abductor Issues, returned after missing the trip to Belgrade. Peter Galaccia picked up a toe injury in the final training session on Sunday and pulled up in the warm-up before the Freiburg game. There is, that is nothing serious, and is expected to be returned after the international break. Leopold Zingerl took his place as the backup goalkeeper. Amadou Haidara and Luis Appenda picked up yellow cards. Landmark facts. Marco Rose earned his 40th victory as RBL head coach in just 59 games. That's an impressive record. Xavier Schlager played his 50th competitive game for RB Leipzig. Castello Lekeba, or Lekeba Castello, as he likes to be called Castello, made his 10th Bundesliga appearance. Benjamin Henriks played his 75th Bundesliga match for RB Leipzig. Goal facts. Xavi scored his first goal of the season, and therefore recorded his 10th goal involvement in 11 Bundesliga games for RBL. A number 20 scored early in the game once again, in the 6th minute. He had previously netted in the first 8 minutes against Unsberg in the 6th in the minute mark as well, and the previous match in Belgrade 8 minute mark. A ninth goal of the season for Luis Appenda, and also his first from a penalty for RBL. 6 of Luis of 9 goals have come in the Red Bull Arena. Baumgartner is on fire. A midfielder scored his second goal of the season, won the penalty to make it 2-1, and has been directly involved in five goals. In the last four league games, two goals, three assists. Xavi got yet another assist from Baumgartner's goal, his seventh assist in the, the most in the Bundesliga, and Baumgartner's goal was our sixth from a substitute, again, the most in the division. Some streak facts. We remain unbeaten in our last 10 games in a row against SC Freiburg, 6 wins, 4 draws, and have earned our 5th win in succession against Freiburg. 
RBL's home streak against Freiburg also continues. Eight games, six wins, two draws. We remain a force to be reckoned with at home in the league and are unbeaten at the Red Bull Arena for the 10th game on the trot. We have played out eight wins and two draws since the 1st of April 2023. With just 10 goals conceded, we have the league's second best defence behind FC Bayern, who are on nine. Our seventh win of the season moves us up to fourth in the Champions League spots, which is where we should have been all along. And last but not least, top player statistics. Shots, Lewis Appender 7. Distance covered, David Raum, 11.8 kilometers. Fastest player, Lewis Appender, clocked at 33.56 kilometers an hour. Most challenges won, Xavier Schlager, 10, and highest pass accuracy was Lucas Klosterman for the game. With the international break coming up, our next game isn't until Saturday to Sunday, the 25th to 26th of November, depending on your time zone. More information will be on episode 7, released around the 22nd to 23rd of November, depending on your time zones. The extra episode this week will focus on international football duties, along with the youth squad. What I'd like to see in our international games is David Ram start a game. The last international matches, he didn't get to start any of the games. He was picked in the squad, however. And now it's time for RBL Talk. Remember, you can be a part of the show with the RBL Talk segment. You can even come on the show as a special guest. The way you do this is by interacting with us on Twitter or email in at show at rbltalk.com. More information in detail on how to get involved with the show for free in the show notes. And that includes recording with me and being a special guest. Everything is completely free of charge. And this podcast is for you, the listeners, fans and supporters of RB Leipzig. This week's only submission for RBL Talk is from Rod Tyson Jr. at Rod Tyson Jr. on Twitter. What position should the club target in the January transfer window? My first thought was defence, but Tim Kohler's recent contract really makes me think about that one. Although he's a central defender, it'd be interesting to see if he can play that David Raum or Benjamin Henriques role. Similar to how Mohamed Simakan does the same. He would normally play centre-back, but he can also play full-back. For me, our most important piece of the puzzle in looking at the whole entire squad, I would get a central defensive midfielder. Now, we already have central attacking midfielders. We have Baumgartner, Seiwald, and also Xavi Simmons. Although Nicholas Seiwald is a little bit of a box-to-box player. He can play an attacking role, and he can also play deep as a defensive midfielder. But looking at our squad, our two main central defenders are Kevin Campbell, Xavier Schlager, and Emil Forsberg is leaving in January although he's definitely more of an attacking player. However, he's recently been able to provide himself as a bit of a box-to-box midfielder playing on the flanks. I would personally like to see someone to replace Kevin Campbell. Now, I don't think we're going to fully replace him. He's one of our club leaders. But at 33 years old, his time at the club and his career is in the twilight stages. So for me, getting a central and defensive midfielder, just to fill that void, would be the best way to go. Now, 
we don't necessarily need to get someone to go straight into the starting lineup. As a good like-for-like fit, we've already have in Nicholas Seiwald. That being said, I would like to see the depth of our squad remain. As always, I'd like to thank the contributors for their contributions this week in RBL Talk. All back as supporters of the show, and thank you for listening to this podcast. If you could take a moment to leave a quick review and rate us where you listen to this podcast, it really helps us find new listeners and grow the show. So until next time, I've been Justin Crozer. Bye-bye for now.